Hi, I'm Jody Carlton, and I'm a neurodiverse relationship expert. In this video, I talk about autistic zone out in conversations. A member in my private Facebook group had asked why he tends to do this. This is a video from my archives from a Q&A in my Facebook group a while back. So listen up and drop your comments below if this resonates with you and you've had similar experiences as someone who's autistic or if you have a partner who's autistic. One of our autistic members had posted about how he tends to zone out in conversations. He tends to zone out and he has trouble processing what's actually being said. And I just got this visual of if, if you're old like me and you watched Charlie Brown and the Peanuts shows, television shows, there was Charlie Brown's teacher and she's just like, wah, 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 wah. that's the voice you heard. And I just kind of got that image when he was talking about how he just zones out and, and that that's kind of what he hears. And so he says he, it's not intentional. He's not intentionally trying to block what others are saying to him. But he kind of just goes into this autopilot mode like we all do when we're driving down the highway and we're still driving, but we're not really concentrating on driving anymore. We're just kind of zoned out that he does this when he's in a conversation with people sometimes. And this is a processing thing. This is an executive functioning processing thing when there is a lot of information coming at once in addition to Everything else that an autistic person is having to process sensory-wise, sounds, smells, tastes, the position of my body in space, my in internal sensations, everything, then there is a high potential for what we call dissociation. That zoning out, that's dissociative. That means that I cannot process all this and I'm just going to zone out. There was a member... And our typical member in our group says she was triggered by this because this is something her husband does. So they'll have conversations, make plans and agree on what they're going to be doing. And then he'll forget or he won't follow through. And this has just caused a lot of heartache and hurt and pain. And she asked me, how does a neuro neurodiverse couple fix this? And so the answer to that is that those conversations need to be done in very small chunks and pieces. I'm always telling you guys to use bullet points. Those of us who are neurotypical, we tend to be very verbose. We start talking and we start giving too many details, too much information. And what we really have to learn to do is to use what a, what's called brevity. The base word for that, that is brief, succinct. Say what we need to say in small doses and then do check-ins with our partner. And in, in the communication curriculum, we learn how to use reflective listening, reflective conversation. So we communicate what is said, and then our partner reflects back to us what is heard. And the way memory works, the more we're exposed to something, the more it thinks in. So if we hear something said to us, and then we repeat it back, not just like playing back a recording, that doesn't lock it into our memory. When we repeat it back and we translate it and paraphrase it into our own words and give it our own meaning, it locks it in. So what we want to do in our conversations is we, we go in small chunks and then we ask our partner to clarify, what are you hearing me say? What's your understanding of this thing that we're agreeing to in your own words? 